Hi everyone. Okay, so today in my in my podcast, in our podcast group, we have uh, me, Juliana, Zane, Maddox, and Taylor. And we're just gonna start off with a summary of uh, Frankenstein. Uh, our podcast is about uh, Frankenstein, about the doctor Victor Frankenstein, and his family, his background, and his early childhood, and how his parents were. Um, when Victor was a child, he had a childhood companion uh, named Elizabeth Lavenza that became a part of the family that they adopted, and they grew up together really close. And then as he got older, he moved away and slowly started to forget about his family. Um, as we, like, keep going off of that, um, in the later chapters, we learn uh, that he's kind of just lonely, um, kind of depressed, just in his own little bubble in his own world so he starts to like really he he was fascinated with science like at a young age and it started becoming fascinated with the idea of like death and uh creation so he started creating the monster as known as frankenstein um and he used like different pieces like bought old body parts and he created strange chemicals to create like a mysterious spark to create this living monster um, after he created this monster, uh, he was very terrified of what he had made and what he had created um, from all of his work. And he's basically terrified of what other people would think and what the monster could do, even, um, like how he made it. Um, and so it just terrified him and he just didn't know what to do. After that, the monster started to kind of cause problems and it hurt people um and just caused a lot of chaos and the guilt started to kind of bubble up in victor because he started realizing what he'd done and that it was his fault and then the monster um when it, it kind of ran away from him because it got away from him and it found this family and he had started to try and learn emotions based off of the family so the monster is now trying to like build off of what the family is feeling because he wants to feel too Okay, so we're going to start with the first question. I'm going to put a timer after I say the question, but... Okay, so Victor's character development. Uh, so we're going to discuss Victor's sense of self and responsibility for his actions, which is starting from, like, the beginning of the book all the way to uh, the <clears throat> last chapter that we've uh, just read, which is chapter 14. So whoever wants to start can start. So I think that... Victor definitely over time he realizes the weight of what he's done and he starts to like feel guilty about it <clears throat> because in the beginning he was kind of like I'm going to invent this monster and it's going to be amazing I'm the best ever even though I'm lonely and depressed I'm going to do this and it's going to be great and I don't care about the repercussions of my actions and then once he actually creates the monster it kind of changes if anyone wants to go off of that yeah, yeah, I think... Oh, sorry. I think no, no, he... No, no, go, go. No, no, stay on this topic. Yeah, for it. I think he changed his perspective um, from what Max was saying. Like, in the beginning, he was, like, thought he was going to be super proud of what he made and going to be super happy with the outcome. But um, once he did make this monster, he realized what he had done again, and he just fell into this, like, hole of, like, what have I done? Um, like, how do I fix this? And, like, the thing of, like, not knowing what to do. Um, and it just scared him a lot, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it was just something that, like, he didn't expect to happen. Like, you guys both said, like, it was something that he wanted. He thought it was going to be, like, a good thing, a positive thing. And especially since he was, like, depressed. Oh, my God, depressed (laughs) and lonely. (laughs) I think it was just, like, his way of being, like, happy again. And it just backfired on him backfired on him completely and like the side the other thing is like at the beginning of the book we can definitely tell like this kid was like really happy like in his childhood like he seemed to enjoy his childhood so it's just weird to like think that like by the time he turned 17 and he just completely like forgot about his family and he had so many memories of them and it's like he just went off on his own and became depressed and then this all this situation and everything that happened because he got involved with like science and everything I think his sense of self just started going downhill once he yeah. turned to, like a teenager it started he definitely started getting a corrupt self-view because he started like he definitely has a god complex because he's like I can create okay. life like he thinks he's the power most powerful being. yes I definitely um, so he started to definitely like feel ways about himself that aren't necessarily true and see himself in a higher light than he probably should yeah that was definitely not good exactly like and like sorry zane do you want to say something <laughs> i feel like uh, we're going to just keep talking at the moment okay um well like what was i gonna say like you know how the mother uh passed away like and then that just like that was just a side thing like that didn't even like mean anything to him at the time which was like weird to me because it, it, it was like obviously important because it's his mom but it was just like he just moved away like it was that was it that was his like it's almost like a cycle like he had like depression or like he hit someone died and then he was depressed and then like now he's just lonely by himself and he thought creating something would like help him and it truly didn't i feel like he tried to push all of this the bad stuff that happened in his past he tried to push it away and um get into science kind of like as like a therapeutic kind of thing but in the end it kind of basically kind of made it worse because he ended up making this monster and um his actions after that just showed like kind of like cowardice um just showing how he was like scared and like didn't know what to do and just fell back into this depressive stage kind of right yeah i I kind of agree with that like because when because like if he if he becomes a coward like that and he starts getting scared he starts becoming more of like more depressed and then it just gets worse because he becomes, like, a coward and depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can definitely tell that, too, when, like, we find out that the monster kills someone. Like, then he has all, all this guilt. It's just it's just a whole build-up throughout the entire book, a build-up of him just, like, starting to lose himself almost, if yeah. that makes any sense. And he ran. It's like, oh, go ahead. No, you're good, go. It's, like, over time, as I said before, he's slow, like, just as you just said, he's slowly losing his sense of himself. Yeah, starting to see himself oh, real edgy here he's starting to see himself as the monster because of what he did <laughs> right and yeah might hurt someone yeah um and his actions show this he's running away from the monster and it's just like towards the end of the book it just shows yeah he does a lot of running like yeah like and okay that didn't doesn't make sense but i mean like <laughs> He does, like, a lot of, like, going away from the problem instead of, like, resolving it immediately. You know what I mean? Like, his mother died, so he just, like, got it away. Like, his mother had a last wish, and he kind of just ignored that. And then, yeah. like, I don't I don't know. I just, I, I'm noticing a pattern of him just, like, not facing his fears. That's the word. Okay. Right. <laughs>
Okay, well, my timer just went off, so that's good. <laughs> good job, guys. Okay, so now we're gonna go on to the second question, or B, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so, we're gonna talk about the poem that we read yesterday, um, and about nature's role in this uh, section of reading. We're gonna just, 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 oh my gosh, discuss, Jesus, <laughs> the poem and how the speaker of the poem compares and contrasts with Victor and the creation in the other book, Frankenstein. So, if anyone wants to start. I can start. I think the poem is definitely very close to the reading in which it's trying to warn the reader that too much of new science and knowledge and things can cause problems because it, nature is supposed to, it says, let me stop, try and find it here. Um, one impulse from a vernal wood may teach you more of man of me, moral evil and of good than all the sages can. I think it's trying to show you that life experience outweighs book knowledge anytime. Yeah, I agree. I think it's trying to say that you kind of got to experience it yourself. You can't go off of what other people say. You can't, you got to make your own um, assumptions, your own opinions. Um, and this kind of goes with Frankenstein too. He kind of just went on his own and made this monster without really, no one else had really done what he had done, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of was just like that. Uh, you guys said it, like, spot on, honestly. I think along with that, it definitely, the two contrasting things apply to the creature and to Victor, because Victor, his whole life, I mean, he did have things happen to him, but he didn't really learn from them. He kind of just ran from them. So I think yeah. he learned from books. Last question. Yeah. He learned from books, and the creature had to learn entirely from learning off of other people, like when he observed the, Delay the Lacey family. Yeah. So they both learned in two different ways, and... One ended up, I mean, one is technically a monster, and the other one is kind of a monster for what he did. And you know? both just didn't work out in that. What were you saying, Zane? Victor okay. didn't really feel like learning from experience and ran from all of those. Yeah. So, and then when somebody else does learn from experience, then they're obviously going to be paralleled and a lot different in that way. Mm -hmm. It's just a different way of, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say growing up, but a different way of, like, seeing things yeah right like you guys all said like it it does talk about like knowledge in here and then it talks about like how like nature is knowledge but books are like not and books are knowledge it just goes off of it bounces off of each other it's very contradicting and so is the book sometimes too frankenstein because like it goes off of like like you guys said the monster went off of um knowledge of the world and like obviously that didn't work out <laughs> from the monster <laughs> and same with uh frankenstein like he went off of books and his own knowledge of science because it does mention science down here how enough of science and art even though that's saying mm -hmm. in this poem it's a way different idea but he he did go off of science and you know and went off of his own other people's ideas and didn't they really both were like they both were at opposite ends of the spectrum of the different yeah. learning and they both were at an extreme i think it's trying to show that you need a balance of both yeah, because it, 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 it clearly, it was all, like, one-sided. It was all one way. And if it was both ways, I feel like they both would have turned out, like, better. Because now we just see, obviously, we know that Frankenstein killed someone. And then we know that, I mean, Frankenstein, sorry, the monster. <laughs> and then Frankenstein's kind of just left with this guilt. Like, I think if they both experienced the same thing, like, if the monster knew off of knowledge because it's a new it's a living thing it's a new thing like same when babies are created like you know born and everything like 
they go they go to school like we're in school because we're learning but we're still having a life and we're experiencing things like you can connect it back to every day you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i think taylor were you gonna say something um i was gonna connect it back more to nature again um like in the poem it talks about like let nature be your teacher and that's kind of how um uh, the monster in the book kind of had to use i guess his resources like use um what's around him to kind of learn more about nature um and like for example like the fire and like he was watching that family um so he basically had to learn by himself in nature i guess just kind of connecting that back to the poem yeah i think the poem is definitely trying to be like telling people to be wary that too much knowledge can be extremely harmful because it yeah. says sweet is the lore which nature brings our meddling intellect misshapes the beauteous form of things we murder to dissect i think it's like victor knows everything that you could know he's insanely smart he's a really intelligent man but he still isn't happy and he still just struggles so i think it's trying to show that and mm -hmm. we can see that in the book i think when we first started talking about uh the poem and when we first started at the very beginning, like you guys talked about running away, like he's still doing that. So like that's just bouncing off of that idea that you just talked about, Manu. Right. Anyone else got anything else to say? Okay, so we're gonna have a third question now, um, which is three questions in one. <laughs> um, so we have, how does Frankenstein respond to the knowledge that his brother is dead and it was likely the fall of the creature? How do the other members of his family respond to William's death? And then how does Frankenstein explore the range of responses people will have to death? Anyone want to start? I can start, unless Taylor wants to, or Zane. You can go. Okay. Um, I think for the first question, how does Frankenstein respond to the knowledge, et cetera, et cetera, he definitely, like, it puts a lot of weight on his shoulders because someone that he cared about is now dead and it's his fault. And so that is definitely, like, causing a big issue with him because now he knows that something he created went and hurt something else. And so now he has like this like cloud over his head. That's like, Oh my God, like indirectly I killed my brother because I created the monster and the monster killed my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Like a sense of like, what have I done? Like why, yeah. like doubting like why he made this monster too in the first place. Um, and like, yeah. Kind of everything. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the word here. <laughs> yeah, everything. He had to be like, what did I do? Why did I do this? Yeah. It was definitely a big turning point for him because once it was all fun and games until someone got hurt. Right. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to run away from this monster. Like, it wasn't fun, obviously, but it wasn't too serious. And he was, I mean, he was worried, but he wasn't like having all of this guilt. And then someone got hurt and he was like, oh my God, like. What have I done? What have I done? Mm -hmm. And he had to, as Juliana said, rethink everything. Yeah. I, it, it's so weird to think about because then it makes me think, like, I mean, like, what was the point? Like, why did he do this? Why did Frankenstein do this? It just, I, I don't know. That's a question that honestly, like, popped up into my head. Like, why did he do that? Right. I think he wanted to feel the power. What? I thought it was, sorry. No, I'll let you go first. I think he wanted to feel the power of feeling like he could create someone and he was responsible for someone's life. Because as I said earlier, he has a God complex and he yeah. wants to hold power over someone. So creating someone is the ultimate way to be like, haha, I control you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then, okay, so Maddox, this is, I'm not going against you, but I, I just want to, like, talk about this real quick, about the caring part. To me, like, at the beginning, it seemed like the, like, family, like, they all did care about each other, and as they, like, grew apart, at least for when Frank, uh, Frankenstein was 17, like, mm-hmm. he was not, like, close to anyone, I guess, in a, in a sense. And then yeah. I just, I don't know, if maybe because I'm just, like, confused or something, because you said caring. I think no, it's... I get that. I just think... Even if he didn't particularly care about William, it was still It's still like, his family member. Like, it's still yeah, someone yeah. that you lost, someone that you once loved, I guess. Yeah. Kind of like that. Well, because, like, didn't I swear, I, I don't know, maybe I'm, like, going off of some something random now. But I thought that the brother did not like the creature, that like, the thing that was created. I don't think he liked it. I don't know if that's true. I thought he didn't like it because it was, like, just... And nor did Victor, didn't he? He didn't really like it as much. Cause yeah, it, I remember the um, it smiled at him, and he was like, "I'm out." <laughs> I, I'm out. Right. <laughs> well, because I think that was, I think that was another part of why maybe he, like Frankenstein, killed him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm like <laughs> going off of like the same person. Yeah. The, then, the monster. The monster. Yeah. The other family members respond to William's death. I don't know. I think they're all obviously very sad. Yeah, I think it was like. Um, I think it's more emotion. Like they had more emotion. Yeah. Yeah, I think they might have liked William more maybe than they did yeah. Frankenstein just because of what maybe he's doing with his life, I guess. Kind of like a scientist, like that kind of thing. I think they cared a lot about William and now they're blaming, like putting all this blame on. Um, Frankenstein, because he did make this monster, and it it did kill William. So I think it's they're very frustrated. Yeah, and like not only that, but imagine having like your own blame already, like your own guilt, because he already had his own guilt. Like right after that happened, he felt guilty for creating that monster, and then now he has other people like joining in on that. Like that's really sad, honestly. And on top of that, they did. I forget her name. I think it was Justine got mm-hmm. accused of. Being the one who killed William, was it just him? I could be wrong. It might have been someone else. Yes. Oh. Over it was. Um. He knew, like deep down, he knew that it was his monster, and mm-hmm. he let someone else get accused of it. Right. And he just let it happen. Right. And that's just building. Yeah, you know, oh yeah. So, no, you, you can speak. <laughs> yeah, definitely him letting them get accused and all like, you know, get ridiculed for that kind of thing. Yeah. Good on his part. No. But brought him into more of a, like, state that he was already in from the beginning. Yeah, so that, that brings more guilt when you know it was your fault, but you're just letting someone else take the blame and get in trouble for it. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to go on to the next question? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're just going off of that last question that we didn't finish on the third one. Right. So, so I think that um it shows how some people will completely internalize it and be like oh my god like this is horrible but i'm not going to show it because obviously Victor couldn't show that he was grief stricken because he knew it was his fault so he had to kind of fake like he had to go along with it go along with it yeah and it shows how he just kind of was like i'm going to like it kind of shocked him because when he created this monster i don't think he expected anyone to die Mm-mm. Um, yeah, and now that it happens, he's surprised, but mostly he's completely internalizing it and just pushing it down so he doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah, 
and I think it shows how like some people and like the family members are definitely taking this more seriously more to heart yeah. and like more showing more emotion so it shows like how pain can affect someone and how like guilt can affect someone and how like there's two different sides like you can have in and like you can internalize it and that's what victor's doing or you can like completely show it which is the family members who are you know putting all this blame and everything but are also like showing this guilt and yeah you know, pain. and i feel like I later on oh sorry oh sorry go no you can go Oh, I was just going to finish up. I was just saying how it it just shows the differences in, like, the two different sides. Because you can internalize pain, which pe- that's how some people cope. But I really don't end up coping in the end. Because I don't think Victor will come back from this. And I think that's, I don't know if anyone agrees with that. But right. I, I agree. No, I agree. Because I feel like later on in the book, something's going to happen. And it, all this guilt's going to come out of him. He's going to, like, explode with, like, all this emotion. I feel like all this buildup is just going to come out, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like a bottle. It's just building up and yeah. everything, and then it's just, just going to explode. Yeah, no. Um, anyone else want, have anything to say? I think that it's definitely showing the differences between Victor and his family because they were all very like, oh, no, William's dead. And he was kind of like, oh, no, William's dead, and it's my fault. Like, that was his first line of thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so last question to start the timer. Okay, how does this portion of the reading develop the creature as a character? What does it suggest about what it means to be human? I think it develops the creature by showing that the creature is willing to change and the creature wants, like, it. it when the creature and Frankenstein encounter each other in the mountains, it's the creature is like, I don't want to be a monster. He's I thriving. Yeah. Um, so this kind of develops him as, or it, I don't know, uh, (laughs) like a living, breathing thing. Yeah, I agree. I think the monster is trying to be better, trying to learn new things. And like, because Frankenstein didn't teach him anything. He kind of left him and ran away, ran away from the the fear of like what he had done. And so the monster kind of has to fend for himself now and figure out things on his own. And, um, so that makes him, I feel like that makes him human because he's doing, or, like, shows how he kind of has that, those human characteristics, even though he is a monster or creation kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, it's just, oh, go, go for it, Zane. (laughs) I wanted to agree and say that, like, when the monster, while the monster gets, like, character development and kind of grows, Victor kind of just descends and just... Yeah. As almost if he's like not there anymore. Like he's, like he's alive, but he's not like physically like there. Like thinking mentally, physically, like he's just not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's I think like... that, um, he slowly loses his his sense of himself over time. Um, because as we talked about earlier, and he becomes, as I just said, um, he becomes less human because he is like slowly losing what it means to be a human which what it means to be a human is to feel and to think and to interact with others and to the monster has that and victor doesn't and so they kind of as taylor said they kind of just swap places right yeah and and that's so weird to think about like because if this wasn't a living thing at the beginning of the book like the monster wasn't there at the beginning you know what i mean and that's 
it's wanting to be it's wanting to feel and wanting to to be something and that, that sounds so strange as because frankenstein you know victor he's just there he doesn't he's just running away from everything and it's just interesting he's once you, yeah i think he's losing himself while the monster is just finding finding himself. itself <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Losing his sense of identity while the monster is finding his sense of identity. Right. Which is yeah, odd, yeah, I that's, think what Franken- that's, yeah, that's what Zane was trying to say, yeah. Because I don't think Frankenstein ever expected when he created this monster. I don't think he expected it to be able to feel. Mm-hmm. I think he was like, I'm going to create this, and it's going to be like a robot, and it's going to just do whatever I tell it to. I don't think he Yeah, like, do my biddings, do all my yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't think he thought it would have a will of its own, and then it did, and that really shocked him. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and then, like, you guys kept bouncing off of each other, and I think every question that we've answered before, this question really, like, comes back to this main, like, last question. Right. Yeah. All adds up. It all, yeah, it all adds up. Uh, it's a, I, I, I like reading that this part of the book. I think this is probably my favorite part because it's just, it it's interesting to see a character or we'll go, let's keep going with Monster, uh, like, have more development. Right. Uh, if he wants to be something, it's just interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think all, as you just said, all of the like the thing about nature and learning from experience and the, um, learning from like book smarts all comes together to develop the creature as a person. And it's, I think Mary Shelley is trying to make the reader feel for the creature and feel yeah. less for Victor because the reader really doesn't feel that much remorse for Victor because you're kind of like, dude, you brought this on yourself. Like, that's only you, kid. So. Yeah. I definitely, I think I felt bad for Victor, like, at the beginning. I, you know, like, growing up, and then he got depressed and, like, lonely. But then he started, like, just, you could tell, like, how he, he was acting, who he was, just, like, really changing once he started creating the monster. And it was just, it was just weird. Like, it's weird how someone can go from, like, something so, like, normal, quote-unquote, and it's just, like, goes completely insane yeah going insane he's gonna drive himself crazy because of what he's doing to himself and all the guilt that he's put on himself now yeah and no one told him to do that he did that on his own so i think it just shows how like the the monster is just becoming something like like we said the monster's becoming something while frank frankenstein's becoming nothing Mm -hmm. like my timer just went off (laughs) okay so that, that was good good job guys I think that to wrap everything up and to kind of conclude, I think that all of these questions point to the same conclusion that learning from, like, not learning, um, growing as a person from building off of other people is best because as the monster sees, like, he feel the monster feels more than Victor feels, and it's trying to warn the reader of the dangers of knowledge and the dangers of science and all those things. Yeah, yeah, I just think you need to find that balance between both the things, and I think that's what right. the author is talking about, Mary Shelley. I think it's just it shows. I don't know, all the questions were, I mean, great questions because it may it makes me think more about like how this book is really connected to people. Like, it's just interesting. Yeah. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I have a fun fact. Go. Um, Mary Shelley didn't name the monster because when she was born, her mother didn't name her for a while. Oh, nice. Dang. Okay, Maddox. <laughs> oh, smart.